Oh, indeed. It's Edge Radio Australia. Time for, well, basically my therapy for the week. It's time for All About Relationships. <laughs> we have Wayne, invert those commas, the expert in. Good to see you, mate. You've had a haircut. You're looking sharp. I'm going aerodynamic, just you are, like you. You, are. Know, you inspire mate. me. Oh, God, jeez. I'm... I have nothing to answer on that. If I'm, in, if I'm inspiring you, you've really got some really low goals. But never mind. Everyone inspires me. They, oh, look at you, Mr. Inspiration himself. All right. Now, I see straight to the point. There are no notes in front of you. Okay? What, Once again. What are, what are notes? Oh, come on. Can you at least pretend for a moment that you're organized? <laughs> okay. okay. Hang on. Yeah. If you could I'll use this bit of paper. Paper. There we that, go. That, I've got great. notes. Oh, look. That, that's very impressive. Actually, I want to actually say a quick hello. We've got a couple of people out there listening for the first time. So nice. a big hello to the lovely Elizabeth. Uh, lovely to have you as, as part of the, the family here at Edge. And, Welcome. Uh, yes. And, of course, my partner, Monica, is listening. So I have to behave myself all show. I don't know how this is going to work. I was going to say, I'm, I'm betting money you don't. I, I'm betting. <laughs> I'm, all the cards are out on that one because the truth is she listens every week and every week she just she just shakes her head. I mean, she's, the poor girl just thinks, why am I putting up with this? Honestly, yeah, it's, he's not a work in progress. It's really just more of a car accident. You know? It's simple as that. Maybe even a plane crash. I don't know. All right, mate. Now, with your amazing notes you've got, we're going to jump into the show. Mm-hmm. All right. What is today's subject? Well, I was listening to the previous show on the way in. Oh, good stuff. And um, you mentioned well, we could uh, discuss that subject that you had in the last show mm. in this one. So I was tempted. Oh, okay. Because, mm. you know, that's a very good subject. But I might leave that for next week. You, let's mix it up. Okay? Yes. I live on the edge. Okay. So I'll, I'll go with the theme that I was aiming at for this show. Okay. And we'll do boundaries next week. So this one originated, I suppose, originally from one of those sayings that irk me. Like, you know, the happy wife, happy life, happy house, uh, spouse, happy house, all that sort of rubbish. This one is children are our future. Oh, let them learn the ways. Well, the thing is, a child is a product of its environment. Mm -hmm. If it's being raised in a poor environment, that child's not going to turn out to exactly benefit society generally. That's true. That's true. All right? If it's given all of its opportunities and tools, et cetera, Mm -hmm. and raised correctly, well, then that's a a bonus for society. So that one irks me and led me into this. I've recently watched a documentary. It's a a very intense one. It's called The War on Children. So you can imagine what that's about. I have heard about this, and every time I go to watch it, because I do want to watch it, okay, I, I just stop it's, myself. It's got some hard moments. Yep, yeah. I just, I just think, you know, am I in the right place right now to watch this? So I, I want to hear what you've got to say on this. Well, we can discuss that later, okay. I'll, because that's a byproduct mm-hmm. of my subject. All right, all right. Because in this show, the documentary, it's all about um, how. Children are becoming more and more vulnerable, vulnerable, especially yep. when it comes to online. Okay. And they were one of the parts which it was difficult to watch knowing what this person had done. Okay. They were talking about how kids get attacked online. Sure. And they spoke to a, a pedophile. Wow. All right. And mm-hmm. he was explaining how he picks out his targets. This is a heavy subject. All right. Yeah. No, no, because this will lead into what okay. I'm on about. Yep. And he says one of the first things he does is he looks at the family dynamic. Wow. 
And if the father is weak mm-hmm. or not present, yep. he then makes his move. Okay. Okay. Yep. So how we end up with those sorts of scenarios is people with their relationships, when the relationship ends, they don't deal with it in an effective way. They tend to go, I've been hurt by you. I'm going to hurt you back. The revenge thing. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're going through a divorce, they mm. try to take you for everything you got. They slander you. They do all sorts oh, of yeah. things. Look, I married divorce Barbie, mate. She came with all of my accessories, right? <laughs> Come on. It's <laughs> always a good one, that one. <laughs> I love it. And the challenge is when mm. you've got children involved. Mm. All right. Now, I know this because I've been through it and you've been through absolutely. it. So we both know it very personally. And the problem is, and you, we... Just to continue on from what we touched on last week, we were talking about toxic masculinity and femininity. Yep. And you put a post up on Facebook ages ago Mm. that said toxic masculinity comes from boys in a a home where there's only a female parent. At school, they're female teachers. They don't have male role models. They don't have male influence. So it's like I said, it's the the wounded, the incomplete Mm. masculinity. Mm. So what happens ultimately is we end up with a lot more kids being raised that are angry because they don't have access to the other parent, they're not getting feed um, input from both parents, etc. So what I wanted to talk about tonight was the how do you deal with a breakup? Okay. All right. And I'm hoping that anyone that's listening to this that's going through a breakup listens very carefully because there are choices we make in our life Mm -hmm. that can impact our life in a massive way and for a very long time. So we have to really, really think about it. And once I picked this subject out, I actually started thinking back on how my relationships ended. Not just the ones where I was left, but also the ones that I ended, you know, like my second marriage. And we don't tend to deal with it well. It's like it's over, walk away. Sure. And a lot of people like what they call closure, (laughs) which I get because you always have... Well, generally, you have questions like, mm. why didn't you try to make it work? Why didn't you? Why, what happened with yeah. here and all of this? So okay. you have all these questions that you'd like answers to. And also, I feel if I could go back in time and do the end of my relationships mm-hmm. again, I would sit them down and go, okay, take all the emotions out of it. Let's just deal with facts. How did, how do we end up here? You're not marrying a Vulcan here, okay? Yeah, I know. It, but you can set it up where emotions can be removed. There's there's methods that you can use. Sure. For myself, though, I'd like to be able to say, this is why I checked out. Okay. All right? Yep. So hopefully they get a lesson so they can take it into their next relationship sure. and that can be better than what and, I had and with that's them. A, look, here's a point on that. I mean, I've got exes, obviously. We all do. Mm. And... I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I want my exes to actually go on and have good lives. Absolutely. Okay? I really mean that. Absolutely. Because especially if my children are involved, I want my children to be in a positive environment, right? Yep. So, okay, it didn't work out with us. No problem. Okay, it's sad. Okay, so sad. We move on. But ultimately, yes, I want them to have a happy life. And, and th- this this revenge tactic and all of that, mm. yeah, to me, this is just, this is just a, a hang-on of negativity that just does everybody, well... Palm, full stop. It does. Yeah. And, and I remember years ago, I was speaking to my two sons and I said to them, it's a shame that your mum made some of the choices she made because it made it harder for her, sure. made it harder for me, and mm-hmm. it made it harder for you too. Mm-hmm. And 
it's a shame that so many couples go down this path where one gets ostracised, and it's not always the male. No, no, because I've met Bells. women that yeah. are ostracised yep. as well. And the sad thing is that both parents love the kids and want to mm. obviously, apparently, want the best for them. You'd hope All right? so. You'd mm. hope so. And if you really did, you'd go, okay, let's put our bits aside mm. and let's do what's best for the kids. But to do that, you need to end the relationship like adults. Okay. Like I had a mate of a mate years ago. His relationship with his wife ended. Mm-hmm. And my mate said to me, look, can you let him move in with you? Because you've got space. You know, that was sure. when my wife had left and taken the boys. So I said, yeah, no worries. Lovely bloke. Mm-hmm. I work night shift. He worked day shift. So, you know, we worked were in out. each other's pockets. And what I loved about his scenario, mm-hmm. he would go at, back each week and have a family dinner with his ex-wife mm-hmm. and his sons so that they could still have the family unit. That is remarkable. I, I so admired this mm. bloke. And he, if his um, ex-partner wanted to go on holiday, yep. he would move into the house and stay with the two boys so their environment didn't have to change. They didn't that, have to go and stay. that's truly with... good parenting. Oh, right? absolutely. Okay? This is more about parenting than anything as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Imagine if people could lead that animosity and that, I mean, look, people get upset because ultimately if a relationship ends, it's felt as a failure, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and we seem to be talking a lot about our other shows here on Edge at the moment, but okay, on personal power, Drew talks about the fact that things don't happen to you, they happen for you. Yes, Now, absolutely. I'd never heard that before I met him, I'd never heard that expression, right? Mm. And I absolutely believe that. And I think that now, because wish I knew that years ago, but okay. Oh, don't we all? Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so I think to myself, like, oh man, like, okay, that might have been a, a relationship, a negative relationship, right? But my word, did I learn a lot of stuff? Good exactly, stuff from that. Exactly. And I know what I don't want. And I know now not, and I understand things that that took place and I take responsibility for and go, you know what? I'm not going to do that again. Yes. Yeah. So out of a bad result, often there's there's a bit of, you know, um, a bit of sunshine. Yeah. And and as Drew said, and we've discussed here Mm -hmm. before, is you always meet the right partner for who you are at that moment in time. And I I remember putting this up on Facebook and someone put it in a comment, Mm -hmm. what, so I had to meet my husband that beat me and did all of this stuff. And it's like... Okay, you've missed my point. Yes. You attract the person, for, and everyone listening, please pay attention to this. You attract the partner you need for who you are at that moment. Mm-hmm. Who they change into is a result of what's needed for you to grow. So if they start pushing your boundaries, yep. that's an opportunity for you to push back. Yeah. Now, I know I've I've had abuse, right. emotional abuse, financial abuse, and all of that in a relationship, and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. However, looking back, I know that it was an opportunity for me to go, no, 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 these are my boundaries. Yep. Notice the reference back mm-hmm. to the show. And they're not going to be pushed. Mm. And at the time, I allowed those boundaries to keep getting pushed. Sure. And because they, I allowed them to keep getting pushed, I ended up in the scenario where I was out of control and being abused. So for all of these people that are in these challenges, and I know there's going to be people that want to argue this with me, Think about it really carefully before you want to argue because what I'm saying does have a fair degree of truth where who you are at that time, Mm -hmm. you attract that person and if you're aware of it, you can get the lesson very quickly and you can move on from that person. 
Right, my second marriage, it took me 11 years to get the message. You're a bit of a slow learner. Oh, in that time, I certainly was. And it was a bloody good lesson. I could have got it in six months, moved on, and not had all the bullshit. You need the Reader's Digest version of that. The condensed version, exactly. The sad thing is that we're not taught Mm. about those sorts of things, and we're also not taught about how to end a a marriage or a relationship or even a friendship, you know, because I've had people move out of my life for various reasons, Mm. and it's like... What did I do wrong? And that's the worst bit is you start questioning what point. you did. As You know, you take on their crap, mm-hmm. you know, and if someone leaves you, it's not to do with you. It's their journey. Now, reaffirm what you've just said because you say this quite often and I, I think this is brilliant advice about relationships and your part in it. Absolutely. So it took me a long time to realise mm. that a relationship is all about you. Yes. Every time you have an interaction, conflict, conversation, anything, it's always about you. Yep. It's what you're bringing to the relationship. It's what you're not bringing to the sure. relationship. It's what you're tolerating that you shouldn't. It's what you're not tolerating that you should. And all of these sorts of things, it's about creating an environment where you can become a better person. Yep. And one of the things we could all become better people is if we could sit down with our exes, mm-hmm. either as we break up or afterwards, and just go, what the hell happened? Because I know with my second wife... I asked her, mm-hmm. why did we fight so much? Because we met up over breakfast to discuss, you know, who gets what. And I said to her, genuinely, mm. what the hell was with all the fighting? And I won't say the reason here. No, no. I'll say it off air for you. And when she said it, I was gobsmacked, like absolutely gobsmacked. And it was like, right. you chose to give us 11 years of freaking misery over that one thing. Wow. And it blew my mind. Yep. To know that that's was a the lot reason. of revenge, mate. Eleven years of revenge. Wow. When you hear it, you're just going to be okay. as gobsmacked as I was. Well, okay. You know me. I like to you know move motor racing into any conversation. Absolutely. Well, of course I don't, right? <laughs> but okay. After you've you've had a race, a rally, whatever the case may be. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have you have a debrief, right? You talk to your oh, team absolutely. manager, and we yes. go through what worked and what didn't, and all exactly. that sort of thing, right? So that in the next race, in the next rally, you are better prepared. Exactly. You don't make those same mistakes. Now, exactly. why do we do that in motorsport and not in our relationships? I know. It's I crazy. Know. And the, the, I think the real reason is that we can't separate, or we struggle to separate our emotions from the facts. Okay. All right. So when I was doing. Uh, men's work, one of the things they used to get you to do was, okay, give us the facts of the situation first, mm-hmm. and then you couldn't put any judgments or anything on it. It had okay. to be just facts. Then it was a, okay, what are your emotions? Right. Okay. Well, here's my emotions. I knew you were going to do this. I'm not even going to segue. Watch this. I'm not. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm, no, because this is a request from Elizabeth, who we spoke of. Oh, uh, go uh, you. Absolutely. So I hope I've got the right version. I really think I have, but uh, we're going to give it a go. It's... <laughs> It's a very funny song for the fact that we're doing a relationship show. But for Elizabeth, we are playing Keep Your Hands to Yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Edge Radio Australia, it is a little show we like to call... All about relationships. Why would we? Why, why would we name it that way? It seems a strange name. Um, what's well, the show about? Strangely, mm-hmm. it's all about relationships. Oh, you nailed it! <laughs> Who nailed thought? it? You should be in marketing. Yeah, <laughs> you should have seen the brainstorming session. <laughs> it was long. 
<laughs> All right, mate. Now we've we've had a great discussion, um, obviously before, but uh, the the problem we have is we we go to um, these songs and we have these great conversations in the meantime. I think we just we should just leave the mics open. Yeah, we'll go well, all the way. I don't know. I think we might scare some people <laughs> I away. Think so, all right. Well, let's jump back into the subject uh, at hand anyway. So uh, let's go on further from where we were. Okay. So if we went and role played the end of a relationship. Yep. And I've often said if I could wave a magic wand, there's various things that I'd change as to how we do them. Sure. Dating is one because we certainly need an overhaul in the way that we do that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But ending a relationship, yep. like I said, looking back on how I conducted mine, both when they left and when I left, and how it was conducted and the, the fallout from all of that and the consequences, etc., generally mm-hmm. weren't beneficial for any of us. Damn right. So... How I would have liked it to happen Mm -hmm. is that when it ended, I'd say, look, I don't feel that we're on the same path anymore. I believe we need to end this. However, I do want you to know before we say anything, Mm -hmm. I want nothing but the best for you. So the conversation we're about Mm -hmm. to have is how we can work out and negotiate getting the best for both. Both of us. Now, what you've just said, okay, we have recorded. So what I'll do is I'm going to snip that, okay, <laughs> and I'm going to start selling that on eBay because, honestly, how good would it be if you just pick up your phone and go, press the button, there you go. There's the best advice ever. Done. Yeah, and it's true. And I remember uh, with my second wife, mm-hmm. I, th- I can't remember if I'd ended it or I think I'd ended it. Okay. And I knew that she had a lot of things she wanted to say because she – Packed a lot of anger due to crap she'd been through as a kid and as a wow, young okay. adult, and, and I knew the story. Sure, all right. So I can try and be supportive. I get yeah, that. Yeah, I, I understood where the anger come came from. Mm-hmm. The reason, though, that it was directed at me, as I told you off mm-hmm. air, was just ridiculous. Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. I wish I could just say it, but, but I'll I know I would. It, but is, it is that ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to put out their personal no. stuff no, of course not. like that. I'll talk about my stuff mm-hmm. because you know I. Not well, scared of judgment for yeah, me. But it's kind of her stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Works, I don't yeah. want to inflict it on other people. Yeah. Um, that's right. I was wondering where I was going then. I learned a process years ago mm. called a whiffle stick. Mm. All right. Okay. Now, it sounds really weird. It does. It's really good, though. Really okay. good. Now, what you do is you, you can get a stick mm. and you can make it look as pretty as you want and feathers and whatever, just whatever. Okay. And that stick is a representation of who's in control, all right? And it works like this, okay. all right? Let's say we have a, a, we're needing to have a discussion over something that's really, mm. um, it's causing a lot of conflict between us. Okay. You know, we yep. can't agree, it's all, okay. So what I do is I hand you the whiffle stick, right. all right? Mm. And you ha- while you have control of that or yep. possession of that, yep. you are allowed to say anything you want. Okay. All right. You're not allowed to attack, though. Mm. All right. All you're doing is talking about how you feel, what you want, what you feel you're missing out on, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all I based statements. Okay. Okay. All right. And you get to unload. You get to say everything. And then when you're finally done Mm. and you go, yeah, nothing else to say, you then say, and that's what I feel like expressing W I F L E. So whiffle stick. Right. See, because right. normally in, in our situation with you and I, if we're having a conversation and you say something I don't like, I just turn your mic off. <laughs> <laughs> Bit harder to do that in, uh, outside the studio. It though. is, it is. So I gave her this opportunity and she unleashed. Right. Thankfully, most mm. of it she didn't direct at me. She okay. was just talking about her, which was good. So when they're 
uh, expressing what it is they need to express, you're not allowed to say anything. You can take notes if you want. You can go, okay, I want to come back and explore that one or whatever. So you can do all of that, but you're not allowed to interrupt them. You're not nothing. You've just got to shut up and listen. Now, once they're done and they say, and that's what I feel like expressing, they then hand you the whiffle stick. Mm. So then you get a chance to respond. Okay. All right. Hit me with your whiffle stick. So let's say I'm ending the relationship. I hand her the whiffle stick. Yep. She then goes... I didn't see this coming, I feel used, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of it, she goes, that's what I feel like expressing. She hands me the wiffle stick and I go, I can totally understand how you feel Mm -hmm. because now you've said it aloud, I realise that's how you actually feel. I totally get that. It's almost like communication's important. Mm. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? (laughs) And then I could say something like, the thing that I'm struggling Mm -hmm. with is that you couldn't see the signs. Okay. Okay. All right. And yeah. then I could explain, you know, I said this, I did that, blah, 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 blah. And that's what I feel like expressing. And then she, and so you bounce it backwards mm. and forwards, just talking about how you feel. And eventually you both go, said everything I need to say. Okay. And a lot of the times, that's all we need is just to be heard. Well, there's your closure right there. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. So if you had a relationship that was winding up. Yep. You could sit there and do that and get everything out and then go, okay, well, so we don't need to go to a divorce court. We can just sit down and discuss it and don't have to pay a lawyer. Mm-hmm. We can work out what's happening with the kids, the house, the you know, the business, the cars, whatever. Yeah, that's okay. Because if you open up the communication like that, then it's a, well, hang on. If you take that, mm-hmm. I use that more. Okay. I feel I should have that. And then okay. you could go, oh, no, that's a fair call. And then you know what I mean. There's yeah, no yeah. more arguing because you you know you can be heard when you express what it is you want yeah. to express. Okay, okay. Now throw a wild idea. Go for it. What if you use this wiffle stick earlier in the, in the relationship? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Okay. I've solved everything. Done. There you go. Done. All right. Cool. No, but I, I mean that honestly. Like, okay. Every relationship, certainly in my experience, it falls down. Okay. You, all these other reasons, whatever. But ultimately, it does come down to communication. Right? Oh, okay? absolutely. Because, Every time. Yeah. Look. You know, somebody can be, you know, have done horrible, horrible things to you. Okay. And you know, you can get very fixated on that, whatever the case may be. But if you kind of knew why, like you know, there's a, if there's a revenge or there's a perception or it's based on something that somebody else has said. Because yep. okay, a lot of times, okay, this happens, let's face it, you know, not just on maths, but a lot of times <laughs> somebody will actually um, butt into your relationship, right? And it does affect uh, yes. one, one or two parties. And, and yeah, it goes down a negative path because of that. So... Good old-fashioned communication, right? Yeah. So as as I've mentioned many times, the better your toolbox, Mm -hmm. the better your results. So if you've got the wiffle stick in your toolbox and you go, okay, I can see my partner's pissed at something, Mm -hmm. well, then you can hand them the – I mean, you can have a literal wiffle stick or just pick up anything, a pen, deck of cards, your car keys. Oh, no, I I want the proper stick now. I'm going to go down the market. So (laughs) You know what? That's my weekend right now. I'm getting fully asked. It's going to be the prettiest (laughs) wiffle stick. It's got feathers. (laughs) Bling. (laughs) And that is, you're absolutely right. If it's one of those things where you have it from the start of the relationship, Mm -hmm. if you then picked it up, your partner would then go, oh, "Oh, okay, we've got something we need to address. And that's a lot better than we we need need to talk. talk. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That harbinger of doom. (laughs) I can literally, you can hear the death march at the moment. Yeah, the flight of the Valkyrie. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, man. That's brilliant. Um, When you first started talking about the old wiffle stick, 
I'm not going to lie. Okay, I had some reservations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> the crazy it's, hippie stuff. Here it comes. It. Um, but okay, what it represents, whether it be a pen or whatever. Exactly. Right? Whatever it is, the, whatever it represents is that, the open level of communication and being able to talk without being judged. Yep. Well, I like that. I like that a lot. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good thing. And, and a lot of the time, mm-hmm. and I know I've certainly done this in the past, where someone will be talking and you're already having a conversation three sentences ahead. I and so you're not really listening to them. Oh, what was it? Uh, you know, like okay, we have sadly, generally speaking, we have conversations to answer, not to actually hear. Yes, right? and that's a, a real problem. We a lot of us have, and I, I certainly know that myself. I remember somebody said something along that uh, that line to me many years ago, and I thought, oh, I do that. I'm listening, and I'm going. I'm waiting for. We all I'm preparing do. an answer. And when I actually stopped doing that. Um, and I, I did. I made a conscious decision to go. Okay, I'm going to hear what you've got to say, and then I'll come up with the answer. Mm. Um, it's it's made me a lot healthier. It really has, and yeah. I, I think it's improved um, because you're not you're not reacting on the defence, and you're not reacting in an emotional way. Yeah, and, and the other thing as well is it conditions you both. Mm-hmm. So the person speaking gets conditioned to I'm being heard. Yep. I don't need to attack. Because I'm being heard, I can say what needs to be said. And also, because I've got the wiffle stick, yep. if I say something incorrectly, I don't have to fear it being thrown back at me. I can stop and go, hang on, no, that's not right. And then I can find better words to describe how I'm feeling or like the that. situation I'm in. And then the person that's not got the wiffle stick, <laughs> they learn to just listen. So you, you, that judgment removes itself yep. and you also start to listen to what's not being said. So sometimes you can have a slight change in someone's tone or volume. You'll hear a little waver in their voice and you go, oh, that's really emotional. Mm-hmm. And you can make a note and you can come back and go, look, you said something and I think there's more to that one. Yeah. What is it I need to hear? I think if you're a good partner, you know, husband, wife, whatever you, whatever the title is, okay, you need to be able to, when you get to know someone, you now, you now notice those subtleties that you didn't notice mm. before and then other people don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think that gives you a position where you should act. You don't just see them and go, oh. Yeah. yeah. And, and the wiffle stick is one of those things that they should implement everywhere. Like, okay. can you imagine if you're at work mm. and your boss comes up and starts having a go at you about yep. something, you just pick up the wiffle stick and he has to <laughs> shut up and then you can go, look, I understand that you're under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. However, I don't feel that I deserve being yelled at. I'm calling the HR department. I am. That's it. Good. But that would get rid of the HR department because <laughs> yeah, really you would learn to talk as adults. Oh, the greatest thing that could happen to any business in the world is get rid of the HR department. Oh, I know. It is the most toxic, troublesome. But anyway, that's a whole other show. <laughs> hey, uh, shall I play a song? <laughs> yes, please. All this talk about wiffle sticks, mate. I'll tell you what. It's, it's, it's oh, made, no. It makes me want rhythm to, It really does want to hit me with some sort of form of rhythm, rhythm stick. I can't even speak anymore. It's English. Hey, it's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Radio Australia, it is all about relationships here, and uh, I love that song that takes me back, man. I, that song takes me back to a movie that I saw at the city centre in the middle of Perth when I was about wow. ooh, 14, 15, about three years ago, not long. Um, <laughs> 
We wish. We wish. We wish. All right, mate. We are on the home stretch, stretch rather, and, and uh, I've, li- I've given you more time than normal, right? Okay, because you look like a man with something on his mind. Really? So, <laughs> no, I made that up completely. I was about to say, there must be someone oh, else in the room. No, there's cause... less on your mind than the hair on my head at the moment, but never mind. All right. Oh, I don't know if that was a compliment or an insult, <laughs> man. I'm there's both. there's nothing Colin. going on in there. Yeah. Colin, mate. Colin B, right? All right, mate. Okay. We've Wow. Look, today's been intense. Okay, uh, I like it. we're not talking about sex, you know, in camping grounds. Boom, boom. Yeah, this is has been a bit different. <laughs> you know that story, right? Anyway, um, I took the swear word out. Anyway, where I'm going on this is the fact that okay, we talk about a lot of light subjects here, and we and we in the the positive side of dating and mm. relationships and all kinds of things. But it's also really important to have balance, okay, and talk about the like. Okay, when we when we get people who who write in messages and uh, you know contact us through the website and all that, it's, it's do you know what we get more comments about breakups than anything else, mm. right? I know. So it's important, even though it can be a bit heavy, it's important to talk about these things. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, when you come to a breakup, there's always a lot of fear. Mm. You know, you're scared about how your partner's going to take it. You're going yep. to worry about whether they're going to start stalking you. You, mm. you know, is the divorce going to be messy? Yeah. You know, what's going to happen with my kids? So you have all of these fears and concerns. And the trouble is so many people, sadly, are just children caught in adult bodies. Yep. You know, they, yep. they and it's, I don't mean that as a slight. What I'm implying is mm. we don't get taught adult skills like dealing with conflict, yep. getting resolution to an ending of a relationship oh. and your closure and all. We oh. don't get taught how to do these things. Mate, look, the first 40 years of my childhood was tough. <laughs> no, it really was. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Oh, and then, yeah. I'm Any, sorry. Yeah. Come on, move no, on. no, no, no. Yeah. It was a very profound statement yeah, because because well, we are we're learning on the run, right? Well, if I was being honest, mm. I didn't even start to approach being an adult until my mid uh, early to mid thirties. Okay, there you go. You know, because only then did I start to learn those skills and things that an adult's meant to have. I mean, mm. I could pay bills and mm. work mm. and all that sort of rubbish, but doing the Dealing with the conflict and the hard conversations. Oh, That's man. when I started to. Yep. And it was only a number of years ago I got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I think I'm on it now. Oh, and look, and if you're honest about it, I look back at relationships, okay, of all different types, okay, and I think how badly I screwed them up with the most basic things that could have yeah, been fixed. Exactly. And I'm not just talking about romantic stuff, I'm just business relationships, you know, yeah, friendships, absolutely. whatever, where, um, yeah, if I had some more basic tools, uh, I wouldn't have made those mistakes. Yeah. And, and, I reckon if we were able to do things like the whiffle stick, yep. I think a lot less divorces would happen. Oh, that's right. I think a lot more single parent families mm-hmm. would have access to the other parent oh. and everyone would benefit. Everyone would Yeah, benefit. like my first wife lived literally two blocks from me. So if she needed me, I could have been there in a second. You yep. know, I could look after the kids for 10 minutes while I go to the shops. Done. No worries. Bang. Yep. And it would have made it easier for all of us. However, we didn't have that opportunity because the relationship didn't end in a, a way where we could have that sort of relationship, which is a real shame for all of us. What's the saying, though? Okay, A relationship has to end badly because if it doesn't end badly, it will never end. I've heard that. Okay. So I've met people that go, I'm good friends with my ex. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe you should be friendly with your ex. You don't have to be friends with them. You know, my first wife, yeah. I would have liked to have been able to phone her up and say, hey, look, I'm, I've heard about a, 
a new movie that's coming out. I wanted to take the boys. You right with that? Are, yep. are they free? Cool. I'll be around to pick them up. Right. You know, it would have made things so much easier for all of us. Mm. You know, we all would have benefited, and. It also makes it easier, ripple effect, it makes it easier for the friends and family because then they don't have to see all of the pain and the suffering. That's right. and, and that's like any relationship. <laughs> I remember I was walking through my local shopping centre because I moved quite a different distance away from my last partner. Okay. And her best friend just happened to be in the shop. And this is about three, four months after we split. Okay. And she gave me such evil looks. <laughs> and I thought to myself... It's a shame that people, when people split, don't go up and go, what the hell happened? Yeah, that'd be nice. Because if she'd asked me, I would have told her, and she, then she would have gone, oh, okay, I've got it now. Let's go. That's cool. You know what I mean? It's a shame. No, I agree. Agreed. Breakups tend to be hard on everyone. And, and it's is. not just the couples. Yeah. It's the friends because they say if you separate, your friends are more likely to separate. Oh, look. And it's one it's of those. It's like the old thing about who do you get in a divorce when it comes to the friends, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it puts them under pressure. They're like, which person do I go with? The person I was already friends with, even mm. though they did the wrong, or do, you know what I mean? Then they it's get caught and you sticky. lose. It's just so horrible because breakups are something, they're inevitable because not all relationships last forever. You know, they last as long as they need to. Yep. And if people understood that. You know, this relationship's only going to last for five years, but it'll be five brilliant years, and this one's only going to last for ten years. If you understood that they all had a, a lifespan, and if you ended it well, you could go into your next one with a lot more confidence, sure. a lot more ability. Your tools would be better because you've practiced using your whiffle stick and dealing mm -hmm. with conflict and having those awkward conversations. And therefore, your next relationship's going to be... Leaps ahead. Well, you're not walking into it a little bit broken, right? Exactly. Okay. I, I exactly. mean, I think about one particular relationship I had where I absolutely, uh, it was just a total rebound, right? Okay. And then I spent nine years with the rebound, right? Like, honestly. That's a hell of a rebound. Oh, man. A, that was a moment when someone should just walked in, slapped me across the face, yeah, wake exactly. up. But you, at the time, you're, yes. you're, you've had a breakup, you're feeling vulnerable, right? Yep. And when you're vulnerable, you're feeling weak, right? Exactly. And then somebody comes and says all the nice things and whatever, and you go, oh, look, yeah, it's all fantastic, right? Um, yeah, no, no. If I'd, if you could have ended the relationship better and you the other one and you'd, mm -hmm. you'd walked out and you weren't injured from it, yep. right? You'd feel stronger and you'd go, oh, hang on, here's some boundaries. I'm going to throw those out of here. Exactly. And what this person is doing is clearly mega unhealthy, mm. but you don't. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But so and that's just for me, if I could wave a magic wand for relationships, that's a big one. Okay. Because if we could all not be so freaking nasty at the end of it, and that's all of us, the person leaving and the person yeah, being left. Right. Yep. If we all stopped being so nasty and go, Okay, there's two of us involved in this, we need to both work at it, we'd all be better off. And that's it's you know, anything where we all benefit, it's got to be a good thing. You're making a beautiful world, mate. I tell you right now. I'm trying. Now, oh, I'm trying. I tell you what, where's the unicorns? <laughs> all righty. Well, look, we've got a few minutes left in the show. I didn't want to cut you short, okay? You know, I, I know that you, your time is valuable. Yeah, okay. I feel like the guy from Telstra. Your time is valuable. So, please this call may re be recorded. <laughs> That's right. Actually, That's right. it is being recorded. It is, exactly right. <laughs> um, okay, I, I want to take a few minutes to... to are there some tangible things that we can we can throw out on this one? I mean, you've, we've talked about a lot of them, but if you could sort of put it in a box, okay, your little toolbox here, okay, yep, 
you, you've got your wiffle box in there, okay? Is there anything else we should throw in that box to, to seal it up? There are a few more processes and tools that I could give. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've run out of time. The wiffle stick, though, is a, oh, a great it. one to start with. Yep. You know, okay. I'll, I'll, I can tell you some other ones another time. But Yeah, well, you, you'll be back next week, mate, so it's all right. Yeah, funny that. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say for everyone, go and make yourself a wiffle stick. Say to your partner whether you're just starting, or hopefully when you're just starting, because then that makes it really powerful because it'll set everything up beautifully. Okay. If you've got a relationship where it's getting a bit rocky, mm-hmm. make a wiffle stick, make it look pretty, make it look a little bit silly, whatever, put googly eyes on it, who cares? <laughs> Just so you know, it re- it symbolises I need to be heard, I have things that I need to say, and I need you to be present. All right. Should I perhaps go to Ikea or Bunnings for this wiffle stick, mate? I neither. Don't support the big change. <laughs> ah, good man. Good man. All right. We're going to call it. We're going to call this show. I'm going to finish it with a, a song that I actually had as my answering machine back in the 90s. Oh, my okay. God. Yes. Well, two things. Remember answering machines, right? I do. One, yes. So that's one thing. And also remember the 90s. It feels like 10 years ago. Have right? we got time for me to tell a very, very yeah, quick absolutely, story? Absolutely, mate. Yeah. yeah. A mate of mine had a great one. Mm-hmm. You'd phone up and you'd hear all this music playing really loud and he'd go, hello, hello. <laughs> I can't hear. Hang on, hang on. I'll just turn the stereo down. And the, I love you it. hear the stereo turn down and it's like, okay, I'm not here at the moment. <laughs> So I had a mate. I had a mate who did, had a great one like that. Same sort of thing. You pick it up. It, it picks up, and then you can hear ping pong, ping pong, ping pong in the background, right? Very yep. clearly, ping pong table, right? Yep. And he says, "Oh, wait one second, I'll, be, I'll just I'll be there in a minute, okay?" And ping pong, ping pong, for about thirty odd seconds. He goes, "Yeah, no, I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but enjoy going ping pong. Yeah, leave a message, whatever." So off you went. I thought, you genius. Well, I wasn't quite so bright. What I did is I, you know, look, I'm you know, a guy who loves his music. I like, mm, to play, mm. I like to play with my mixing and that sort of thing. So what I did is this, mate. This is what I came up with. It's Radio Australia, all about relationships. 